Hello listeners, welcome to the 6th episode of Watcher 20 presents Cape Rolling. I'm Shankini and I'm Lakshya. Whenever someone hears about filmmaking, they see it as a cool job. Rasto par nikal jao camera lekar and shoot karo all that elahi feels and all those fancy things. Yeah, but after making a few films, I feel ye camera lekar nikalna jitna cool dikhta hai, utna hi technical aur hectic kaam hai. Talk more about camera and cinematography. Today we have with us Saket Gyani, a cinematographer. Hi Saket, how are you? Hi Laksh, I'm all good, man. How are you in this lockdown? Well, this this is a really bad time. I mean, uh, uh, lo- lockdown. I don't know the date it was announced, but you know, the last time I went on a shoot was on 15th of March, and uh, today is what? It is 27th of July. Oh shit, 27th of July. So all these days I haven't touched my camera. So it it is actually really frustrating, but at the same time, you know, I'm feeling a little bit more at peace uh, because you know, I live in Bombay and Bombay is extremely chaotic. So like now I don't miss the chaos at all. Like it's really nice and peaceful. Like initially we had all, you know, started hearing the birds and it was all nice. now you know now i can hear the honks and you know construction and all going on around me but still it's it's still like a little better than how it used to be like i'm watching movies listening to music uh, i'm getting back to reading novels like uh, i don't know i like just stopped you know when you're when you're shooting and when you have like long long days uh, you probably not all, like uh, a lot of people don't want to get to a novel probably and uh, i think i was one of them i i would like just uh, do things would, which would like gratify me instantly like probably binge on something or you know watch a movie listen to music but like i'm i'm really liking this phase that i'm reading now so it's good yeah so sakit could you tell us about your journey how did you start off and what has been your journey like well uh, i passed from smc in 2012 and uh, the best thing about our college is that uh, we get to do internships while we are still studying so one of my internships was uh, with this ad production house called nomad and while i was uh, working there uh, one of the ads was shot by setu now setu is this guy who has shot kahani tare zameen par derish kiya dangal he just shot dil bechara ha huh. so uh, he he was shooting this ad and uh, uh, like i was like just and that was the first time i went on a shoot so i was fascinated by the entire process i really liked the energy on the set and uh, by by that time i had kind of understood that i'm i probably want to get into cinematography but after that shoot uh, you know that belief got a little bit stronger and i just uh, had a word with setuda after the shoot uh just saying ke i would like to work with you after the college is over so he was very helpful he gave me his number and he said that uh, after your college just call me we'll see what we can do so after the college ended i called him and uh, he told me to uh, uh, come on board on a film that he was just going to start that film was ghanchakkar yeah so i started working on that film my role on his camera team was to write down camera continuity so basically i would like make light diagrams i would like make a list of what all diffusions and filters are used what lens is used what is the focus point that is like what's the distance between the camera and the uh, subject and all those things so uh, in the process i learned so many things and i also realized that i don't know anything uh, like uh, so many things were happening on the on the set especially in the camera department and especially because this film was shot on film so uh, there were lots of things happening and uh, i uh, i felt a little underconfident about whether i still want to do this or not uh, because uh, you know the set was very chaotic and i was very used to the peaceful life in pune uh, and set was like extremely extremely chaotic and setuda he tends to shout a lot also so he used to he used to take my case full on left right and center <laughs> so that was also another thing uh but then uh uh you know uh, that that process was also like probably two months it was like a two month shoot and throughout those two months uh, probably they were the they were like the most difficult months for me 
because I had to come to terms with uh, my own limitations in terms of knowledge. Like I didn't know how how to go about shooting, and I just uh, I would just observe Setuda doing uh, his work, and he would not have much time to explain to me what exactly he was doing. Uh, naturally, like uh, uh, nobody would like to do that if they are on a film set. So uh, yeah, so I was uh, very frustrated. But luckily, after the shoot got over, a friend of mine, uh, my batchmate Harshad, uh, he came up with a script of a short film. So all that pent up frustration of uh, not being able to shoot, and also you know that uh, that thing which was playing in my head, you know whether I'm fit for this or not, like it just found an outlet. So uh, uh, with Harshad, we uh, I shot uh, his short film, and. You know, since then I was pretty confident that, like, yeah, this is what I really want to do, and uh, yeah. So uh, after that, uh, I worked with Setuda again on Ghanchakkar. Uh, sorry, on Dedeshkia, on the Bombay schedule of Dedeshkia. I again I wrote camera continuity, and after that, uh, you know, since he shot these two films back to back, he went on a nice long Euro trip, and all his assistants were jobless, and uh, I started looking for work. Uh, Uh, by this point, I had also realized that I'm probably not meant to assist someone because uh, uh, I I don't know uh, like uh, assisting someone uh, requires an altogether different skill set uh, than you being a creator. So I thought I lagged in that department, and then I started looking for work, uh, you know, uh, as an independent cinematographer. And luckily, I got to shoot a travel show. and uh, that was and and that was the time i could make a reel for myself and in that reel most of the shots were travel shots so based on that i got like lots of travel shots so probably around uh, for the next 2 years i shot travel shows and then uh, i consciously stayed away from that format uh, because uh, i did not want to get into it and get typecast so i contacted uh, Uh, this thing in pune they are called power drift they make uh, automobile reviews videos and all but they are not like uh, typical automobile reviews that you would see on a news channel they actually kind of back then at least they used to make uh, a short film out of uh, the review with that vehicle being the lead character so that was like uh, pretty cool and i worked with them for some time and uh, like they wanted me to join but i could not join uh, i did not want to shift to pune so i freelance with them then some other random shoots happened like uh, digital ads and uh, one lifestyle show for tlc which is which i'm not really proud of it was okay it was not that good but again like <laughs> yeah i learned shit loads uh, from that also like with every project you learn so much and uh, yeah and then after after that i started getting like uh, you know some work on advertising and uh, yeah then i shot uh, 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 an in uh, independent feature film uh, for a friend of mine in bombay and then uh, like that was pro bono no money in that and like so basically like uh, Uh, for the last uh, couple of years uh, like i i uh, i shoot what i really want to shoot what i'm passionate about uh, it is usually pro bono and uh, like uh, the source of money is advertising and i recently finished uh, the first schedule of uh, uh, another indie feature film with the same uh, batchmate friend of mine harshad and uh, that was like totally indie like we had no money uh, we uh, we went to wishberry and uh, we uh, crowdsourced the film we are like way over budget now we don't have money for post so we'll have to figure something out about that also no <laughs> yeah that was quite a good journey and like with so many learnings i feel matlab jab hum cinematography ka naam sunte hain aur film making ka naam sunte hain na so usually ek jo perspective bana hua hai na logo ne kahan se dekha jab logo ne ye recently in past 10 years wake up set ho gayi ya ye jawani hai diwani ho gayi and everyone thinks it's the coolest job camera uthao aur nikal jao 
एंड बट आई थिंक कि जितना कूल वो दिखता है उतना ही हैक्टिक उतना ही पेशेंस वाला काम है सिनेमाटोग्राफी तो मतलब वॉट इज योर कमेंट ऑन इट सी दैट इज लाइक अनदर एग्जाम्पल ऑफ वाई अलॉट ऑफ पीपल कम टू बॉम्बे इन फिल्म इंडस्ट्री मोस्ट ऑफ दैट चंक इज फ्रॉम द स्मॉल टाउन्स एंड दे कम टू बॉम्बे टू बिकम एक्टर्स एंड दे गेट एक्साइटेड बाई द ग्लैमर पार्ट ऑफ इट ओनली so the example that you gave yeah. is similar it's in cinematography yeah. uh, uh, but I, i would like to say that if that is if if the lifestyle of a cinematographer the the superficial glamour that you see uh, uh, related with the job if that is the driving force for somebody to get into cinematography then i would say that it is not the right way to go well that reminds me of how i uh, realized that i want to work in a camera department Uh, like i went to simc thinking that i would probably be a sound engineer like i would uh, i would yeah <laughs> like i wanted uh, like an overall perspective of the media industry that's why i went to simc and i thought that after graduation i'll probably do my masters in sound but uh, uh, but you know uh, we have a screenings and in screenings they uh, screen planet earth and i was like i was like blown away by the visuals and uh, uh, and i was like if if uh, you know uh, audio visual medium is something which i want to work on then uh, more than sound the images would uh, excite me more so that's how i uh, decided that i would want to be a cinematographer but like yeah coming back to your question uh, it is extremely hectic i mean uh, there are so many things that you have to think about uh, especially because uh, cinematography apart from being an art form is also uh, very technical and uh, techniques are something that you can learn anybody can learn yeah, true learn it's it's the skill which anybody can develop but the art part of it is something which has to be inculcated uh, you know since you were a child like uh, 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 say for example if you compare a 23 23 year old guy or a girl who's raised in lucknow or delhi and compare that person with uh, you know the same age 23 24 year old guy or a girl who's raised in madrid uh, the person in madrid would be more evolved artistically compared to uh, the one in lucknow because of the things they see around them yeah you go outside your buildings are so Uh, artistic architecture is well in place you book an uber the car that comes to pick you up has nice interiors you know uh, like those minute little things they uh, they uh, play a huge role into uh, you know your understanding and appreciation of art so uh, yeah so coming back to your question i think uh, if you want to be a dp then uh, probably you need to be you know a little more evolved in terms of art especially visual art and aesthetics compared to your peers like uh, you go to a school you have a group of like 8 9 people if you think that you yourself are uh, uh, you are more observant and you appreciate uh, uh, visual art a little more than uh, those guys and probably you should think about it but the glamour part should not not be the a driving force it should not be the reason to like decide on your career yeah for sure as you said that uh, cinematography is a technical field so do you uh, feel that there's a kind of a gender bias that happens because of the preconceived notion that a man can understand technicalities better than a woman yeah i'm sure yeah it is changing it's very good that it's it's changing now but yeah you're right like uh if you see uh, indian film history women uh, like sadly women don't have a big role to play in it apart from being actors uh, like there are very few women directors very few women cinematographers there is only one woman gaffer that i know of uh, there sh- there could be more obviously there would be more but only one i know of so yeah you are totally right and also like uh, technical thing is is also it's like a big preconceived notion if you go to any engineering college you you see that there are more, <laughs> mainly guys so yeah. yeah 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 but it's good it's luckily it's changing it's very good yeah 
so usually when someone is starting like uh, as a like when you are out of the college तो आप स्टार्ट करते हो एज लाइक असिस्टिंग द सिनेमाटोग्राफर्स लाइक असिस्टिंग द डीपीज बट हाउ डू यू थिंक दैट इज द इज इट दैट द ओनली वे हाउ यू स्टार्ट और व्हाट आर द अदर वेज लाइक व्हेन यू व्हेन एनी सिनेमाटोग्राफर वांट्स टू स्टार्ट व्हाट आर द अदर वेज इन द फील्ड ऑफ फिल्म मेकिंग देयर आर नो रूल्स एक्चुअली एंड एवरीबॉडीज जर्नी इज हिज ओन जर्नी लाइक हाउ डू यू स्टार्ट इन द कैमरा डिपार्टमेंट इट it is totally variable based on the person who is starting out like uh, uh out of like the best situation the best scenario in my opinion would be that you come out of a media school and then you probably go to a film school and study cinematography but that is something which i totally understand is not in reach of everybody it was not in my reach also like i could not afford to go abroad and study cinematography i tried I I applied to FTI just once and I got through to the GDNPI process but then uh, FTI takes only like 12 people like six in general category and six in reserved category yeah yeah so I missed out on that by like a very small margin and I don't know like uh, I don't know if it was a good thing or a bad thing it's all relative and I'm probably in retrospective it would not make a lot of difference but the ideal situation for some, anybody who is starting out would be to go to a film school if the film school does not happen then there are other options as well like you can assist somebody uh, uh, that is one way of uh, getting into the industry or probably you can start making your own stuff uh, like if you are from a media school then probably uh, you know you know other people also are doing other things like if you are a dp then Uh, your friends might be directors or editors or sound in, sound designers so you can collaborate and make something and just hope for the best as to uh, whatever you created goes somewhere yeah i mean yeah these are the ways you can get into the industry but just off the topic i wanted to ask that do you think that you were lucky because i also know like when i was on set once and uh, like one of the person who was interning with me she was into cinematography and she went and asked uh you know if i can assist you in future and he says that i don't take essay randomly mai kisi ko nahi leta so sometimes i think it it it's just about luck because you have to really know who is interested in taking people and who is not i feel extremely privileged to be able to pursue cinematography let alone like whatever happened in my career like uh yeah like i was extremely lucky that setuda took me under his wing and uh, he did not like make me sit and teach me things but uh, at least i was able to go on the set and observe and uh, uh, whatever i learned from observing i did not realize that it was learning while i was there only in retrospect do i realize that i learned so many things from him like being there and, you learned so many things Yeah, being there, I learned so many things. But while I was there, I did not think that I was learning anything. I was just trying to do my job and not being yelled at. So that was my only motive while I was there. But now, when I look back, and now you know, when I also encounter encounter certain uh, certain lighting situations, which was similar to what he did, I can I I still know how he did it and I, and if I want I can get inspired and I can probably pull that off. So whenever a script comes to you like whenever you are you are choosing a project so what are the things like uh, you see in that project? Well to be really honest with you uh I usually take whatever that comes my way like uh, <laughs> ex- except for weddings and events I I usually take uh, whatever uh, which comes my way. I don't think I've reached that stage where I uh, I would feel comfortable uh, saying no to a project because of its content. But luckily, I have not been offered something which is like really bad till now. Sure, it happened in advertising. Like in advertising, some of the scripts were not that good. But I understand the whole purpose of advertising itself is for money. Like the brand itself is spending money because. they can earn more money and it's like the whole thing is commercial so i actually uh, don't think much about the script and the content of advertising uh 
like of course like probably uh, my conscience would come into play if i'm shooting for something like fair and lovely or yeah probably uh, you know for some political party in uh, you know in those context my con- uh, conscience would come into play but like if i'm shooting anything for like tata or like uh, automobiles or whatever i would like just go ahead and shoot like if something bugs me about the script like really bad then i would totally go and talk to the writer or the director and we would jam and we would come up with something which satisfies all of us uh but of course it is a director's medium and i would uh, try to do justice to whatever the vision is so are you a director's dop or you bring your own creative vision also in place when you are shooting something uh i don't know if i can categorize myself into one of these two uh i always try to do justice to whatever the director has in mind but having said that uh i'm not just a camera operator uh like i would like to think of myself as somebody who also has his own vision uh, especially in terms of you know uh, visual aesthetics so uh, i would uh, i would first try to understand what the director is trying to say through this film and uh, once i know what uh, they are trying to say uh, only then i would try to get some you know visuals in my mind as to how to do Uh, how to do that how to uh, convey that information in the best way possible and then uh, then you know i would like just jam with the director uh, and uh, we would like uh, organically come into a conclusion as to how to go about shooting it yeah like uh, you, now you talked about the process so i would like to know what is the process you follow and what is the process you would like to tell people like the pe- uh, the students who are going to make short films okay so the process uh, that i would like to follow on uh, almost all the uh, things that i work on uh, i mean obviously that is like my personal thing it may or may not apply to everybody uh, i suggest everyone to come up with their own process because you know it's uh, 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 while this is a collaborative medium you as an individual should also have your own uh, take on things uh but the process that uh, i follow and which i think i would still continue to follow for some time is that uh uh like like i'm talking only about like fiction films uh at this point so uh when i receive the script i try to read it like lots of times well since childhood like whenever i read something uh the visuals uh, like depending on how it's written uh, i would start imagining the visuals and that's what i used to do till till you know recently but now i consciously change that process and i try to not think of visuals while i read uh, the script i try to read and read and read, read it lots of times and try to understand what exactly the director wants to say like uh try to break it down to like very very basic emotions like is this the story about greed is this the story about love or you know just an example so i would try to break it down to like those very uh, small uh, basic emotions uh, i would read the script again and then i would start uh, visualizing uh, uh, each and every scene and how every script uh, every screenplay has a flow like uh, uh, probably you might be aware of like the acts uh, first second and third yeah. act uh, i would like to uh, still break down the script into them and then uh, i would think about how my visual style will change as the story changes but at the same time i don't want to like uh, compromise the overall visual language also so uh, uh basically it's it's basically breaking down to the point ki uh from whose point of view are we telling this story whose scene is it and uh you know based on that uh, i would think of like camera angles and camera uh, placements movements uh and lighting ideas so uh that would happen and uh then uh, i would like just uh, talk with the director a lot uh, keep sharing ideas uh, 
then uh, i would also make a lookbook so lookbook would be uh, like a file of all the inspirations that come to me when i read the script so uh, like whatever movies that i've seen like uh, uh, artworks that i've seen uh, paintings or sculptures or whatever even like music so uh, reading that script reading that particular scene what comes to my mind i just jot it down and that uh, that is basically a lookbook which is like an ever evolving process till you go on set so uh, you keep reading this the script you keep getting inspired you keep uh, keep getting reminded of things that you've seen earlier and uh, uh, yeah i just make that lookbook i i would share it with my director uh, production designer uh and uh, we all would jam and we would come uh, come up with a look uh, look and feel of the film uh, which best ju- uh, does justice to the script and then uh after that probably uh, the next step would be recce and location scout we would like go on location see like do a mock blocking with the director and all of us playing actors at that point and uh, try to figure out how to get uh, like uh, where to put the lights and what kind of colors you would play with what kind of like uh, uh, how much uh, electrical load can this particular location take like i don't have an experience with like a full fledged proper feature film like uh, i've done independent films only and with independent films we don't shoot in studios we shoot at the real locations like real houses and uh, like all the houses can't take the load of like proper cine lights so yeah we take into consideration how much load uh, that particular location will take what kind of lights would be required uh, whether the lights that i think uh, would be required for this particular story are they available or do i have to like make them or get somebody to make them yeah after that uh, like we would just go on and shoot the film हाँ सो अभी आपने ना बात करी कि जैसे कि इंडिपेंडेंट फिल्म्स होती है या शॉर्ट फिल्म्स या जो भी मतलब लो बजट फिल्म्स होती है देन यू नीड टू थिंक ऑफ कि वो घर मतलब लोकेशन बहुत बार होती है आप ऐसे चॉल में शूट कर रहे हो एंड यू नो दैट चॉल इज नॉट गोइंग टू टेक लोड ऑफ योर टू के लाइट्स और वॉट एवर लाइट्स यू आर यूजिंग लाइक इफ यू आर यूजिंग थ्री वन के लाइट्स ऑल्सो देन ऑल्सो इट्स नॉट गोइंग टू टेक इट सो वॉट आर द थिंग्स यू डू टू मैनेज दैट सो uh this depends whether the uh, that particular scene is uh, in day or night so if if it's a day scene and uh, if it's a day scene then my process is to think uh, less is more in terms of light so uh uh in the daytime like like in india we have like a good amount of daytime like usually on an average we have like 10 hours of daylight so that's pretty cool and uh, yeah so uh, i would try to make the natural sunlight as my key light i uh, depending obviously it all depends on that particular situation that location that script but you know just uh, you know jamming with you on like ballpark uh, i would like have the natural light to be the key light or maybe backlight and uh, i may or may not add a fill light i would most likely remove that fill light uh, by a negative fill negative fill is basically a black cloth or anything black which you put on the shadow side of the face uh so that uh, you know a lot of light does not bounce uh through like uh, probably the background walls and hit that face so uh Uh, that's the way to uh, maintain contrast in your images like uh, a lot of independent films and student films that you see uh, uh, lighting wise uh, you would uh, you would have noticed that uh, the images don't have a lot of contrast by contrast i mean uh, you know the difference between lit and not lit areas in the images yeah so and uh, and most of the movies that you like i'm sure those films would have a lot of contrast in their images so yeah, yeah that's the way uh, that is one of the ways uh, you know you can have your independent film also look big and uh, uh, try to play with colors i would say but that is totally it's it, it totally depends on the story that you are trying to say 
yeah the mood you are like setting up for that scene so the question that lakshya asked i think that most of us while we were making short films in college we faced that that we a lot of times we choose locations which don't have the power supply that can manage you know the big uh, so i wanted to include that question in the podcast but you know it could be helpful for a lot of other people so when i uh, so like you talked about like you shoot on live locations and uh, not in studio so there are times when you are doing a gorilla shoot what have been your experiences basically so uh, as i mentioned i started uh, with travel shows uh, all of those travel shows did not have any permissions so we would like shoot every day we would shoot like left right and center without any permissions so the best way to go about it is to act as if you are tourist <laughs> <laughs> so if if somebody catches you they would just think that ha ye to tourist log hai karne do jo karte hain but only the problem happens when you want to shoot something on your tripod yeah as soon as you take out your tripod anywhere and the police guy a guard guy and 40 other people will stare at you and they will come and ask you yeah so yeah that's what like uh, uh, we shot at lots of places without any permission just uh, with a camera in my hand uh that was actually a really good exercise for me to keep my hand steady uh, with handheld shots so that was cool and uh, like what do you do when you don't have permissions like probably you can like just be confident and act as if you own that place and just walk into it and just shoot get your shot and get done so like uh, the the first indie film that i shot for that the director wanted uh, a shot inside a college so we just walked into uh, st xavier's in bombay as if we were students we just, we had a backpack and you know like we just we just walked in and nobody stopped us we walked with full confidence we went in we took our shot we came back obviously it doesn't work all the times but uh, i've been lucky that it worked with me and in smc when i was doing my degree film when i was shooting that film Uh, the the script uh, that my director wrote had a scene in a cafe and in 2012 uh, in vimannagar in pune uh, ccd was the only cafe so <clears throat> we like like good boys we went there uh, we asked uh, whether we can shoot or not we also got a letter from a, from the college that we are students and we want to shoot and all and uh, the the manager of ccd he said that he would charge 1 and 1/2 lakhs to give the location so we were like obviously we can't, we can't do that but then uh, you know after a week or something we just landed up we sat there and we shot like i had my camera in my hands the director and i we had uh, spoke about how we would shoot and what are the angles that we are going to go for uh, so all that was clear in our heads we just went there with the actors took a table i sat on the same table as the actors i shot them and i pretended as if i'm taking their photos and i was like showing them the photos ke ye dekho aisa photo hua karke so that that was uh, that was one of the things that we did in college to like just do what we really want to do <laughs> what are some uh, cinematography hacks that you would like to tell to the audience or the people those who are going to make student short films what are the hacks you would like to tell cinematography hacks uh, so uh, whatever i'm going to say it's obviously it's relative it depends on the project that you're working on but uh, if you don't have money to uh, uh, you know uh, get into a studio and get like proper cine lights then uh, probably just be happy with whatever you have in terms of light in the daytime what you have you have sunlight and like that's the best form of light ever so uh, basically as i mentioned earlier uh, you can try to use the negative fill and uh, try to take away a lot of light instead of adding more lights uh, by using negative fill uh, in the daylight uh, also probably uh, Uh, if you are encountered a situation where uh, probably a window is in a frame where outside is burnt out 
and uh, inside uh, the actor is not seen very well then you can probably uh, try and get uh, the bounce of the outside light onto the actor and try to expose for the highlight uh, on the actor so uh, when i say that i mean that uh, if you look at the face of the actor through your camera uh, a part of the face would have the light hitting that actor and another part of the face would be in shadow so uh, my personal thing is to go for uh, exposing the lit side of the face of the actor uh, you can uh, like probably in the night time when you uh, when you are not using cine lights you can use chinese lamps chinese bulbs uh, they are these uh, circular sphere uh, uh, la uh, la uh, paper lanterns that you have uh, well uh, the good thing about that is that uh, the light that it produces is very very soft and uh, uh, another thing you can do is like you can put like a regular tungsten incandescent bulb inside and connect it with a dimmer uh, by dimmer i mean a fan ka regulator you can like just connect it with that and you can regulate the voltage uh in turn the output of the light uh, uh and uh, it's it's pretty versatile you can like actually like put it on a boom rod if you don't have a boom rod just get a pvc pipe put a hook on it you can like put that uh, lamp on it and you can follow the actor with that uh then uh, probably try to work uh, with practicals try to include practicals in your frame uh uh while not making it look very obvious ki ha yahan pe lamp ye log ne lagaya hai aisa nahi dikhe to acha hai but uh, try to incorporate uh, practical sources in your in, in your frames then if you want to uh, probably play around with the colors you can buy like rgb bulbs uh, philips and wipro and all they make them and some of them are pretty smart also you can like create a hotspot with your phone and you can connect Uh, those bulbs with an app on your phone you can change the color temperature of the <clears throat> of the bulb uh, you can also get into the rgb mode and like use all the colors that they have to offer so that is one way to uh, uh, like if you don't have a sky panel uh, uh, like probably you can do this for sure uh, then another thing i've uh, noticed uh, uh, as a limitation of independent film Uh, is that uh, the cameras that we are uh, that we have to use uh, you know say for example sony fs7 a7s a7 3 canon 5d 1dx and all those uh, i think uh, they are pretty sharp and if you don't grade the image very well it is it can definitely pass off as looking very video like and electronic so the way you can uh, rectify that is by changing the lenses the the lenses that we use uh, usually on an independent film uh, are like photography lenses they are good for photography but ideally they should not be used for video so uh, i would suggest use cinema lenses obviously cinema lenses will be out of reach for independent production uh, what you can do is you can probably go to ebay and uh, order vintage lenses so if vintage lenses are something uh, that is out of reach for you and if it does not work for the kind of project that you are working on where you are stuck with using sony or canon lenses uh, which are made like now in this era and you still want to take the edge off thoda sharp itna nahi chahiye thoda sa you want to take the edge off the another hack is something which is like age old like a lot a, a lot and lot of like foreign dps mainly american dps use this hack was to just go to a store and get a stocking so stocking ka material the fabric has the net you can stretch it it's stretchable so you can like actually put it on the back element of the lens and then put that lens on the camera but of course be be careful not to like damage the mount so and there are like lots of youtube videos also about how to like actually put it uh, without damaging the lens element and the camera mount so that is one of the ways to another way is to obviously rely on post and uh, probably give your images some texture so it doesn't look video like i think it will help people who are interested in cinematography 
uh one more thing that i would like to know that what are some of the best equipments to invest on for someone who is just a beginner and entering into this field uh, see uh, choice of equipment and gear is de- it it's dependent on the project that you are working on so if you are shooting something uh, gorilla where you might not have permissions and you have to shoot outdoors then i would suggest uh, you can go for something uh, for a camera which is smaller and you can like just pass off as a tourist or somebody taking pictures but if you uh, land up at that location with a proper uh, you know broadcast camera or a cine camera then you will probably be in trouble most likely you will be in trouble so i think uh, 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 your question is like highly dependent on the situation that you are in uh what camera i and like having said that uh, most of the cameras which are available now they are pretty good i mean if you compare uh, the cameras now uh, with how they were like 10 years ago they are like leaps and bounds they are like way 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 better and uh, i think uh, what you're looking for in your uh, choice of camera choice of equipment is also taking into consideration what's your bandwidth in post production like how much time and money you are willing to spend in uh, color correction that is also a big big criteria on choosing the kind of camera that you are using and uh, if not the camera it's actually a big criteria to choose uh, the format that you are uh, that you are going to shoot on like if you don't have budget uh, or expertise to color grade your footage then probably do not shoot in a log format try to shoot in a regular neutral format you can maybe tweak around customize uh, take some edge off in terms of saturation and contrast so you have like some uh, you know bandwidth to play with in post but i think these are the uh, the things that you should take into consideration when choosing gear okay yeah like that is really useful i think uh, like people must be getting good help with all this information i'm liking it <laughs> like already now coming to like obviously when you are trying to do something you need inspiration you need to watch some work like kuch dekh ke bhi seekhte hain hum so what are the things the what are the people you have learned from and what do you like uh, like you suggest other like your juniors maybe ki okay go watch this you will understand so many things well uh, the people who are from smc they are familiar with film appreciation so we have all seen like films uh, which uh, all film movements actually italian neorealism french new wave iranian cinema swedish cinema so uh, uh, for the people who are not from smc or any media school uh, i would suggest that uh, please go beyond uh, bollywood and hollywood in terms of your viewing choice try to uh, see the films which are made in different countries also uh you can start with cinema which is made in italy in france in iran in sweden in germany uh in russia oh yeah russia has such great cinema coming out of it uh so i would say watch those films uh try to uh watch films by ingmar bergman tarkovsky uh majid majidi abbas kirastami uh the list goes on currently i'm not able to remember all of these names but yeah i mean these names are general knowledge any which way but uh, yeah uh, I, i would yeah I, i would say that please watch the films made by these people uh, for me the ideal situation would be to pick up a film director and watch his films in chronological order like say for example pick up scorsese and watch the first ever film that he made all the way to irishman uh that you can do with like so many different filmmakers and like the list is endless and you'll probably uh, if you start now you'll die when you are watching the film, when you are still watching the films but that is still the ideal situation and uh, like come on i mean you can't always do that but yeah watch watch movies as much mu- as much as you can uh watch uh, like uh, series also like everybody is watching series now try to watch like good series uh try to watch series which were like good back in the day like probably sopranos the wire uh, that is like pretty cool 
but yeah that's like just about films and like series but uh, our inspiration doesn't just come from that uh, i would say uh, if you want to be a filmmaker if you specifically want to be a dp uh, try to expand your knowledge in terms of visual aesthetics uh, try to uh, understand what all were the art movements right from like cave paintings to like renaissance to you know uh, dadaism surrealism modernism everything try to understand what is the difference between them uh, uh, in terms of you know how the images look the kind of pigments which were used uh, and uh, yeah and then uh, try to understand uh, uh, what kind of art you like and also try to reason why you like it and why you don't like something try to understand uh, what is that like everybody has opinions but uh, the things that probably would set you apart is to know why you why you have that particular opinion and uh, you know that that suddenly it becomes like an inward journey and inward journeys are always better they always like uh, define you as a i mean i don't know i'm just giving a lot of gyan but i mean, i don't know yeah <laughs> but that gyan is i think totally useful for us yeah it's really motivating like i think during this pandemic i have just watched live videos and live sessions and attended webinars and i i feel that whenever i feel demotivated i just watch them and i am i'm like okay like they have also failed sometimes works right yeah yeah it it works like so much like uh, like in lockdown like i don't have work and i'm like getting frustrated by not working and like in the house i have to do my own chores like jhadu pocha karo bartan vagera karo so when i'm doing bartan i always have my headphones and i listen to team deacon's podcast and it is so inspirational it's it's like so motivating that you know bartan is something i hate and i don't hate it while i listen to roger dickens talk yeah uh, now we have like at the end we always have this informal session we where we ask about recommendation and suggestion so uh, a cinematographer that you follow okay uh, roger dickens definitely uh, swen nequist he shot most of uh, bergman's films from india i really like uh, vk murthy he shot lots of gurudats films then i like shubhrato mitra he uh, shot uh, uh, satyajit ray's films uh, in and uh, then i also like navroz contractor he is amazing woman he is like too good uh, he shot lots of money calls films uh, well the people who are like active right now in our industry i really really look up to siddharth devan i really like his work yeah and he's such a nice person like i i followed him on instagram and i just uh, sent him a message and he replied and i'm like wow and then yeah and we we just talked and i just told him that i want to talk to you for a longer time he invited me to his house and i went to his house and we spoke for like around 4 hours and that was so good it's it's hard to come across, uh, come across people who are so open and who want to share their knowledge because like most of the times uh uh i don't know if you've noticed probably you will notice when you enter the industry you know that everybody is very insecure they don't want the other person to succeed they don't want to see uh, the other person get the job that they could have gotten so uh, that yeah that is something which really really bothers me and to see uh, siddharth devan so open and he also invited me on one of his shoots i went to uh, one of his shoots and i saw how he worked i observed and it was so nice i really like that guy okay so one of your favorite films one from india and one from overseas it's very difficult dude like how can i choose <laughs> okay uh indian films mein i would say i like pather panchali charulata udan uh मुक्ति भवन हाँ ड्राॅइंग ब्लैंक नाउ कागज के फूल प्यासा एंड फिल्म फ्रॉम आउटसाइड इंडिया ओके आई रियली लाइक रंगे खुदा देन आई लाइक परसोना वाइल्ड स्ट्रॉबेरीज द साइलेंस लाइफ्स ऑफ अदर्स आई मीन लाइक या इट जस्ट गोज ऑन या 
what do you enjoy more like short films doing uh, music videos or shooting ads or like doing shows yeah uh, well i really enjoy doing travel shows it was amazing like right now also when i think about it i i i think ki you know that was one of the best times of my life uh, while i was doing it i did not realize it that i'm living through one of the best period in my life i i didn't know that but only in retrospect i realized it was so good like uh, sure it was hectic like we were uh, we were shooting through the day we would edit in the night and we would upload in the night so the uh, videos would be uploaded every day so every day that was a procedure for like months it was very hectic but it was so nice uh, obviously i enjoy yeah features for sure long format ghanchakkar or derishkia ha derishkia also uh, a short film recommendation that you would want to give i am forgetting the name of this film but it was on movie um it 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 was an icelandic film uh revolving around uh, two brothers and uh, their depression so it was too good i really really liked it i forget the name of this film you know when i was in college i saw uh, the short film that uh, chris nolan made when he was in his film school yeah the first film he made about like him beating up himself only yeah that was cool then scorsese is uh, the big shave with a guy is just shaving yeah i used to think i used to think like wow like when we think of making a short film we go on like thinking what not what not i do think of like okay i will make a film about this issue this issue this issue but then when i saw these two pictures i was like these are so simple like this yeah and still so grabbing like it takes your whole attention towards like wow just wow <laughs> yeah it's like filmmaking is like as a viewer it's just an experience you don't really have to go to a film to understand about social issues and all sure it could be a part of the film but overall you know it's just a very good experience that people want to be familiarized by they want to see familiar things and new things also yeah also where can we like find your films the films you have been worked on the indie films where can we find okay. them so uh, you can go to my website saketgyani.com and you can see my work there thank you for joining us saket you're most welcome yeah it was nice we think this conversation is going to be helpful to a lot of upcoming filmmakers you can reach out to saket on instagram at saketgyani and you can follow us on instagram at whatsyour20 we will be back with a new episode next week till then keep rolling